Backrow Hecklers theme music, folks. Welcome to the Backrow Hecklers. That's right. We're back live, not in Doc Martin Studios, <laughs> but we're at the other side of the tracks at the Swartz Compound with Young Matthew. Chris Glass is here. And from fucking the East Coast, yours truly, Joshua <laughs> I wasn't going to be like, uh, I'm not the same host as other people. I'm not going to have little interesting monologues. The dark, the dark dumb radio <laughs> voice. <laughs> hey, welcome, hey, guys. He's a, a compound. Like, what the fuck's that all about? Hey, man, you said you the said other side of the tracks compound. That's right. We're down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be dangerous. No. Um, it's better than Parts Unknown, right? Yeah, hey, Doc's not Could here be because Valley. he's at Concave right now. What's it? It's a festival that's been going that's for like a gaming four, festival, yeah. It's right? been going on for like forty years in Bowling Green. Like it's like a big party Whoa. over the weekend. You pay your money and they feed you and like uh, I think like food and alcohol or like I don't like think you pay they, like a one time entry yeah. fee. Yeah, really. I don't, I don't uh, think that the the alcohol is free, but like the dude that hosted when I listened to the fracking nerds that they were on said that they bring like thousands of jello shots and other dudes bring like this certain thing and, like the whole hotel is nothing but concave guests wow it's a big party and doc has texted me pictures party. already really yeah Lots like cosplay? well yeah like a chick in a batman bra <laughs> yeah she's not that hot but that's okay i don't think that was a bra you think it was like a swimsuit yeah i think it was a swimsuit yeah but it was cool though and also do check out doc martin's new podcast i think it's sexual transparency if I'm not mistaken, yes, yeah. check it out for sure. Check that out on Twitter. He's got some pics that you may or may, they're not safe for work. They're not safe for some people's eyes, but you do want to check that shit out because that sounds like he's in homies, his element. Homie's having fun, man. I had fun listening to it. I really did. Um, but he's not here today because he's at concave. El Rock will return before mania. And uh, we thought we'd come back on here and give you guys so much. There's so much to talk about, man. There is a lot of wrestling news going on right now. Oh yeah. Extremely amount. That's right. And we're going to start off because, you know, I, I like to call these guys right here our guns. You know, we got Matthew, Matthew <laughs> and Joshua. They're our guns. And, and speaking of the guns, what's the big news, Joshua, about the guns? Well, this past Friday, I believe, ROH had their 14th anniversary show in Las Vegas. And a certain tag team has reunited after a very, very long hiatus. And that tag team is the Motor City Machine Guns. Chris David, Alex Shelley, they're back together. They're on the NBC, and certain people on this podcast have a mission to see them live, and it's going to happen. As 14 years of Ring of Honor, that's crazy. You guys have never seen them live, have you? We have not. Uh, We've gone to... How many shows? TNA. At least three TNA shows. While the guns were champions, we went to one show. Oh my god. And they didn't suck. go. Yeah. And they were, they were in, they were in Japan, actually. Dude, that's they like were, the curse. That's like a curse. It is. It almost guys. feels that way. Oh. 
Like, if they were on the card, it was subject to change because of us. Do you know right. what this is like? This is like Bill Burr telling telling the story on his podcast. I always talk about the podcast, but he told the story about going to see Steph Kerr. He's like, I always love to go see Steph. I'm not a big hoop fan. He's more of a hockey guy. But he always loves to go see who he considers one of the greatest shooters in basketball. Yes. Like, he's like, you know, he goes, people don't understand this. I went and saw, he goes, I put Kobe in there. I, you know, I went and saw Kobe, you know, before he was over with. And I went and saw this guy and that guy. He goes, and he talked about the difference. He hadn't been to an NBA game in a while and how they played music the whole time and everything. He's like, but I'm cursed. Every time I go see it, something shitty happens. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the exact same way with you guys and the guns, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So how are you guys gonna you are you gonna you trying to make plans if they're gonna is it a one time deal? I mean, does anybody know anything what's going on yet or? No, they uh, they have some matches on the TV tapings. I know they went up against the Bucks. I see they went that. Up against the addiction. So I don't know what exactly the plan is, but you know, somebody one of the people who were covering the ROH show kind of were like, you know, oh, this would have been a big deal if it was 2009. You know, Daniels and Shelly look slow in the ring. It's not that very good. And I was just like, ugh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to be, uh, but, you know, it, we, it, it's something we have to do. Uh, I, hopefully it, it can happen. Hasn't Chris uh, Saban name, had, like, multiple knee well, surgeries or him. something? They said Shelly and Daniels. Yeah. And Daniels is almost 50 years old. And oh, oh still Daniels, not, not what's-his-name. Okay, yeah, not, not Saban. Okay. Yeah, I know no. what you're saying, no, though. Saban yeah. just had, like, a bad neck injury, and he kind of was like, he like, both of them were stating, like, oh, you know, maybe it's time to hang it up. But for, for whatever grace or whatever higher power, it didn't happen, and they're, they're okay. So, you know, hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll have a long... So the the careers go a little bit longer. My my ideal uh, spot for seeing them is at PWG, either at Bola or DDT four. Yeah, so I think it happens. that'd be really nice, and I and I hope it works out for you guys too to see. But speaking of uh, of Christopher Daniels, I seen something that you was it you uh, Matthew that hmm. posted about that, or was it you Joshua? That was me. Yeah, why don't you tell tell everybody if they listen about Christopher Daniels? He got a new gig besides wrestling too, doesn't he? He's the um. Would you ever, if anybody our listeners ever been to like one of those uh, Universal Studios or Walt Disney, they have like these little shows with like stunts and they're themed. Well, apparently Christopher Daniels plays the bad guy in the Underworld uh, show uh, at Universal Studios. Oh which shit! If you if you go to his uh, Twitter or Joey Ryan's Twitter, they actually show clips of him like playing the character. It's pretty funny. That's dope. That would be like being Spider-Man at Universal Studios. Right. Yeah. Somebody taking on the hook. That's dope as shit, man. (laughs) That's cool. Um, One of the good things I've noticed about guys that get opportunities like that, and you see it sometimes when guys go like uh, the thing that, what's his name, uh, Brian Cage did with the, uh, but that was kind of like a YouTube fan film or whatever with the Greystone. Yeah, where he played He-Man. Oh, did he really? Oh, that's that? dope. Nah, nah, yeah, it's on that. YouTube. Actually, somebody said that he put over this podcast talking about it on Twitter. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Really? Like he retweeted no, he, it or something. He, re- re- he retweeted, uh, we talked about it on Fracking Nerds. On oh, Fracking Nerds, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah <laughs> and I said uh, he retweeted the tweet that I posted about, you know, hey, we were watching you. He's he's actually getting a really big push on Lucha Underground. If you guys haven't got to watch Lucha Underground this season, I have. I love it. Oh, that's man. the best show. That's the best wrestling show, like bar none. I, I, I argued with you guys about NXT last year. And, you know, everybody had different opinions and varying opinions, or whatever. But you know, I think that they're uh, they're one A or one B. I think that you know, me personally, is if you go bang for buck as far as wrestling in the ring, I'm going to have to go with Lucha Underground still. Mm. But I haven't watched as much NXT as I wanted to. Lately. Right, right. I feel the same way about Lucha. 
It's falling into that that, that complacent vibe of like Raw and SmackDown. It's just a little like, bit. Uh, Although it does have, you know, when, I, when new talent comes across, though, like when I, like, I'm going to put it in quotes, new talent, because Biff Bustick was on NXT this past week. Oh, man, I got to see that then. I it's, love Biff. He, he used his real name. It's like Christopher something. Gerard, that's his, Christopher that's Gerard is his wrestling name. I wondered who that was. Oh, Somebody that's was, real, okay. No, that's his real name. Is that, that's his first, that's his first and last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was Somebody like, oh, is, shit, it's Biff. And there was like, Christopher, this guy. I was like, that doesn't even have the same <laughs> ring. That's not right. But yeah. it was a solid match uh, between him and that's, Apollo Crews, who was obviously of, UA Nation. Yeah, that's smart on his part, though, because that way, you know what I'm saying? Lots it's of guys, a fresh start. Yeah, lots of guys are like, oh, man, yeah, sure, we'll use Biff Music. No, because then Vince or Triple H owns that shit. Yeah. You know, they don't understand. Well, Rich Swan used his, Rich Swan a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. in a good match against uh, Baron Corbin. So the, that's when NXT... Oh, no, a good match. I'm going to have to watch it now. He had a good match against Baron Corbin. It wasn't... No, 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 that's a okay. bad match. There you go. Hey, hey, Cor- yeah, I'm not doubting Corbin, your opinion at all. Look, I was, I got what I, it wasn't what I expected. I expected Rich Swan to come out and get hit with two punches and be knocked out, right. and it wasn't that. Swan got a couple of moves in. It wasn't entirely a squash match. He exactly. actually got a near fall on him, oh, and then he okay. ran into an end of days towards the end of the match. But it was about a seven or eight minute match. I'm telling you, GK sold out. Here we go, Doc. Always just to get mad when we put over our listeners. But Chris Harris, he told me he's like B. I don't see the hate for Baron Corbin. That dude's money. And I respect his eye for talent. I really do. Because he used to run a couple of feds. I'm not going to mention names of feds or whatever. But he used to actually run shows. And I think he's going to run shows in the future. Good looking out. I got that Bailey, by the way, for you, Curtis Harris. I'm going to send it to you this week, all right? In the post office mail. (laughs) Well, speaking of Corbin, he was in Louisville last night. Oh, he was? He went on and he fought a Zack Ryder last night. Right, right, right. You went to a house show. I went to a house show. I was actually considering going only to go see New Day. And the New Day did not come. And they weren't there. They so were it would have been so like the Bill Burr thing. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> like I came all the way <laughs> for the shit just for like that. Ambrose Owens, though? It was. It was it, good? Or? It was good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. What's hilarious is I bought Joshua, a Kevin Owens figure that I found yesterday, and I had a picture of it, and I sent it to my buddy Manua, and later on the day, he sends me a picture of him standing next to Kevin Owens. Right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, right. dick. Yeah. You know, I got one. was on the Titan Tron last night when they were like, get ready for WWE Louisville, and all of a sudden I see Manua and his and lady baby, up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, my son's already on the Titan Tron. Right. I seen <laughs> that on Instagram. Man. Shout That's... out to that. How was the house show, man? I haven't been to a house show since. As a matter of fact, the last time I went to a house show, I think the main event was like Undertaker and JBL oh, in a match. This was that this was at Freedom uh, Freedom Hall in Louisville. We were so wow. freaking bored. Me and <laughs> me and my buddy Eric went to the top of Freedom Hall and smoked a joint during the Undertaker. <laughs> during the Undertaker JBL I'm sure the match, match got a lot better. It got it was much. I wish we would have done that like early on, but it was. Uh, it's what made your whole show the ride home. Everything else, <laughs> everything else was alright, but maybe it won the main event. But it was like it ma- it did make the rest of the show very 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 much more fun. So. Man, house shows are not what they used to be though. Gotcha. I will say that because yeah, I've been to house shows when I was a kid, and they did have main event guys on there. Right. Um, which I know, look, a lot of guys are still hurt, so it's not. Well, right now you got to figure Ambrose is a main event guy. He's a main event guy. I mean, but, you know, but, he's fighting Lesnar. And on the other si- on the other side of the run, though, it's like uh, Reigns is probably the other guy, and he's on the other tour, right? Like there's two different tours going right now. Right. And there, I think there was a uh, WWE Denver. Yeah. It was like because when I went WWE Live, it yes. showed up WWE Denver, WWE Louisville on the Twitter. Like, what yeah. was the main event for that? 
Yeah, oh, Reigns and Denver? somebody. Oh, it was Reigns and someone. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, we, we got uh, Owens versus Ambrose was the main event. Right. Going into intermission was Kalisto versus Del Rio, which was good. Okay. okay. Uh, probably the same match you've seen a bunch of later. It was, but it's still no it's still Del- solid. No it's offense to Del Rio. I, know, I, know. I got to see AJ Styles, though, which made me happy. Oh, I saw AJ Styles. I wasn't. Awesome. I didn't expect AJ Styles at a house show. I, he actually opened the show, him versus Tyler Breeze. That's cool. Which was actually an interesting little match. It was only about four minutes long. It was fun, though, wasn't it? It was fun. I was like, all right, we can go home. Your tickets weren't crazy either, though, was it? 30 bucks. Uh, well, they started well, at 15. Right. That's okay. So but we that, wanted to go a little further, you know, because yeah. I wanted Jonas to see it and everything. The curtain jerker being like a four-minute match, I mean, I'm sure it set the set the pace and did whatever it had it to did. do. Well, after but that, we... for the speech. entire, I mean, for the entire, it being a house show, how many matches were there? And then how many, like, about what was the average length of a match? Did they give these guys time to work? It being a house They're show, not really not telling a promo. They weren't telling a story or anything. No, but the I'm only saying, promo like, we I mean, saw was Kevin with, Owens right before intermission was like, I'm fighting Ambrose tonight. Nobody knew what the main event or I didn't know what the main event was. Okay. He's like, everybody here thinks Ambrose is going to win the title. But not here. Right. Not right now. I'm taking this baby into Mania. And everybody started booing Owens on a Titantron. I was like, this is probably pre-recorded from three weeks ago. Oh, so cares. he was up on the... T- yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he yeah. So he was in the Titantron. Okay. He could cut a promo. What's um, funny is they, like, before he even won that title, mm-hmm. they announced... Didn't they announce, like... Kevin Owens has the Intercontinental title or something. They, I or, fast forward all the commercials like no, during Raw yeah, and stuff somebody, because they do do like I the seen local something spots. Like here, somebody on Facebook, or whatever, put like, did it just say that Kevin Owens got the Intercontinental belt? <laughs> that night was the night of the, oh, of like the five way yeah, <laughs> where he That's won funny. the belt. And I'm like, but I've always heard like the point of like a, a lot of these house shows are to get guys more in-ring time mm-hmm. and so I didn't know if their matches were obviously a lot longer than like a typical Raw or Smackdown match other than you I have think- your occasional like 20 minute match that'll have like a commercial intermission or, or a commercial break or something did the house show I mean did it, it seem to have six minutes I would say an average about six to seven minutes okay. I mean we had but we had you know Kalisto Del Rio went at least 10 Ambrose and Owens went I want to say about 15 okay um but then we had you know AJ Styles was there a tag match Tyler- on the card uh, no, there was Divas tag match. It was, okay. uh, Summer Rae and Sasha Banks. Okay. Uh, so Sasha was there. She Sasha was there Sasha versus, was uh, uh, Team Bad, which was, uh, Tri- uh Naomi. Okay. I know, Trinity, yeah, but Naomi and, uh, Tamina. Tamina. So. Right, right. People hate on Tamina, man. I like Tamina. Really? I do. I she, she has no personality, but I don't have a she's problem with her in the ring. Oh, no. Her in ring's, her in ring, she's kind of like one of them big chicks. She's way better than, like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> in ring, baby, baby. I'll tell you what. I seen a uh, um, uh, Josh. Uh, help me out here. The two big girls who fought on the Fedor card. What's the the female wrestler that went to MMA? Uh, can you talk about uh, Gabby Garcia versus uh, Lady Tapia? Oh, that was awful. Did you see that? No, nah. Lady Tapa. Yes, oh, she's, she's she was a TNA girl for a while. She she's MMA. like the Berserker's niece yes, or some shit. Yes. Oh yeah. no, she's the barbarian. Barbarian. I'm she's sorry, the not the Berserker. The she's <laughs> not she's the a big old girl. Okay. But the girl she fought was bigger. Was she bigger than her, Gabriel Garcia, or whatever? She's bigger than her, ain't she? Yeah, she was. She was literally this woman. <laughs> she's a, a position jiu-jitsu black belt world yeah. champion. And- she literally is bigger than any woman she's ever competed against. Like, yes. Like, there's a picture of her and Vandalay Silva for the Ultimate Fighter Brazil, and she's bigger than Vandalay Silva. <laughs> she's wow. a big old girl, boy. Wow. Like, yes. What 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 card were they? It on? was on the New Year's Eve card was, with Fedor. Oh, yeah, okay, Fedor okay. And where um, King Mo won like two fights or whatever. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, when he beat a. Uh... No, I'm thinking of the wrong dude. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Use your hands because the other dude to be Bobby Lashley. 
Bobby Lashley did lose, but that was a little while back. I think he won his last one. But I, there was a, uh, I see, did anybody see that, not to switch to MMA, but just for a second, uh, Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie fought again. I saw that. Again. And you I know, I was super happy. World's worst MMA oh card ever. <laughs> it was, you know, it was doo-doo, but it's like, it was very, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, uh, right dude, that's what, I saw every time we do a, a podcast here at Matt's, it's freaking catered. It's, it's so unbelievable. I know, we it's go like, to docks and we have to step over it. Never mind. I ain't going to say anything mean about, you know, the, but the, it's just, I'm just saying, the card, night and day. The card, <laughs> the, uh, the card from last week, uh, their Bellator, it was like, Believe it or not, I was actually very hyped. I had no idea who the uh, the Kimbo, the other guy was. Dada 5000? Yeah, I had no idea who that guy was. I never heard about I've heard about Kimbo, but I never heard about this Dada 5000 guy or... Who names their kid with 5000 in it? He's one of That's exactly what he was. And it was just like, thank you very much. And it was just like, uh, I was so hyped about like everything about it. And it was just such a disappointment. I was excited to see like... I don't know. I saw something. Sure, thanks. I saw a thing that said uh, Data Five Thousand suffered uh, heart failure in that match. Oh my god! It was well. It's because he had no heart going into that fight. <laughs> but I mean, the dude is like, I was very like, those guys left it all in the ring, and it was a shit match. It was a very horrible fight. But it's like. Dude, they were blown up in like two minutes. You know what? And so though? they kept you, going though. That's not leaving it all in the ring. That's not well, I mean, that's that's one way to to look at it, but it's like I didn't think it was that good. But I I didn't see that fight last night. I'm gonna watch that. I know results, but uh, jalapeno cheddar. I just I, I don't know. It's like it was very. Uh, I was hyped up. I'll get some in a second. I was hyped up like for the prospect of it, but it was. As far as, like, the actual, like, not in ring, ding, 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 in cage uh, uh, action, it was very disappointing. I was super proud of the difference that Kimbo has done, not just in his cardio, but in being as old as he is and being his his work on the ground compared to his days of the Ultimate Fighter. Dude, it's Kimbo, not in uh, day. Kimbo, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was going against a piece of shit. But at the same time, man... It looked like Kimbo actually got in there and tried. I think those are jalapeno cheddar balls. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Kimbo was, I mean, both of those guys were winded and no Yeah, don't get me wrong. They were blown up, and it was kind of duty and everything. I'm not saying Kimbo Slice is a great MMA guy by no means. Mm -hmm. But compared to what he was like in Ultimate Fighter when uh, Roy Nelson just made him look like a a complete utter sack of dog shit, and he's been in, you know, his two (laughs) or three UFC appearances have been pretty much hot garbage. So... I mean, compared to that, I mean, I'm not a UFC, uh, I've never done any kind of uh, mixed martial arts, like, but Josh was probably, like, shaking his head at both those dudes, wasn't you? I'll, uh, I, I really thought, I'll get one of these. I, I thought uh, the Shamrock fight, oh, it dude. started off, like, I, I didn't see Shamrock, the knee. I didn't see the knee. I didn't see it at all. And then afterwards, it's like he sold it late or something, and it was like, I've been hitting the balls before, yeah. but it's like, I've never had a delayed reaction that long like i don't i don't know and see i'm old school that was weird in case man. you can't tell i'm the oldest guy around here and everything else but you can ask class dude Thank hoist you. gracie's my dude yeah. him and fedor Emelianenko, those have been my guys since day one i mean people were always like when he lost to matt hughes i was in fucking consolable right i mean right. i'm serious i was like people were like calling me on the phone going how hoist looks tonight i was like i will fucking kill you man <laughs> i will exactly knife you in the back of you Dude. Oh, God. i was so mad so even that even though he needed him in the Gosh, balls so and then happy. hit him i was so happy when he won i mean i, I was like yeah hoist you know <laughs> because 
Uh, like Hoist says, this is my house. It, it, really, there would be no UFC if there wasn't for Hoist Gracie. That's a fact. I mean, people can argue and say, oh, well, somebody else would have done this, that, or whatever. I, I don't care. It, there, it's a fact. Um, there's no Bellator. I didn't see the one that happened this Friday except for the girl fight at the beginning, which was great. But then I heard that I shouldn't even watch the rest of it, so I don't know. Speaking of girl fights, I do want to give a, a shout-out and congratulations to a former guest. Uh, Lauren Murphy, former guest of Back Row Heckler, she had the fight of the night on top of everything else uh, from the uh, UFC uh, fight night I gotta get fight last nice. week. Dude, it was that fight was so fucking good, man. It was her and... Uh, shit, I'm drawing a, a blank on the, the chick's name. But um, anyway, if you don't have fight pads, it's worth, it's worth actually getting just to check it out. Laura Murphy looked awesome. Congratulations to her. Uh, well, she's a super cool chick, man. She's not stuck up or conceited. She's not. She's down to earth. Right. I mean, when she was on the podcast, dude, she told a story that I've listened to three times since then and been like, man, you know, it's one of yeah. those stories and moments. It was like one of the she was best fighting. Yeah, right. that's one of the that and her and David Starr both. When they, I go back and listen to their podcast, I listen to our their appearances on our podcast. I'm like, that's the kind of podcast I want to have. Mm-hmm. You know, I want that kind of stuff to happen. I'm not saying you have to pour your heart out and tell something, you know, to, uh, but it's, it makes for good listening. People hear that and they're like, oh man, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you I take a step back. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to get a second listen and a third listen to make sure you heard everything. Yeah. Right? Like when she talks about that, I'm like, man, you know, and it, and it helps people. I've had people actually tell me that they've listened to that. and It's helped them out of a tough spot. Hand to God. I was in a rough spot and this listening to her tell that story. Help me out on your podcast. And that, man, to me, that's gold. Not just for them, but for us, man. Yeah. You know? For us, for, for, for having that venue and letting them be able to tell that story. You know, I hope to, I hope to, because uh, I talk to her, I talk to her occasionally on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. We'll get her back on. And, yeah, I, she, well, she and I had a conversation. Like, I kind of went through a rough patch a couple weeks ago. And uh, I actually, I hit her up because I thought of that interview and how... She actually, like, you know, how emotional she was after, and, it, it, like, my situation was, <laughs> obviously, I wasn't in a fight and I lost, but it was something <laughs> different that yeah. I was able to relate where, like, it was still I felt spot. like, you know, I was hitting the gut and I was knocked down, but I just, I thought about, like, some of the shit she said and dusted myself off, and I thought, fuck, I can't just up and quit, I gotta keep, I gotta keep at it, so, uh, I sent her a message and I just, you know, yeah, right, and so it's like, that. she's just one of the coolest freaking people I've never, I've ever not met mm-hmm. in person, but like, I've talked to for a couple years, uh, you know, on the reg, and she's a fucking amazing person. If you haven't heard the interview, go back and listen to uh, issue 50, or episode 50, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's, I, I just went to the comic issue. book shop, and so I got like comics on my mind and shit, but uh, episode 50. <laughs> It's broken up in uh, in two parts, and uh, listen to the second part. It's really, really, uh, I-, I loved it, man. I loved it. She was one of my favorite guests ever. Yep, and I'll tell you this much, too. Lots of people, man, they're not a, um, lots of people that, that come on the podcast or whatever, and, and classes, is, in case you didn't know, you know, this, if you're listening, you're a new listener, he runs Headlock Gear. Um, He's done so much to help out with not just our shirts. You can hit us up and get a, a Backer Heckler shirt, but so many other people design shirts for AJ Styles, BJ Whitmer, Jonathan Gresham, oh, so on and such. And certain people he will hook up with, you know, <laughs> shirts now and then, and especially if they're real cool people. And um, lots of times, man, now I ain't going to single anybody out, but lots of times people are jerks. 
You know, like he'll send him a shirt. They only send a pig back. You know, every time he sends Laura Murphy something, you see her on Twitter rocking it. Right. She she does that, and it's always like, and you see on there, hey, thanks. You know, she she's thankful for it and stuff too. She isn't like one of them kind of assholes who are just like, okay, look, he owes me this. Yeah, all right. Some people are real, man, and and she's she's a real fucking cool chick, man. And that's, I don't know, I, I really I really like her, and and I was very happy, especially after the two losses she had because those both those losses. In my opinion, she, she should won. be ten and zero. Yeah, I think both the Liz Carmouche and the Sarah McMahon fight she won. So, what do you think, Josh? Know. And be honest, do you think that both those? I know the one fight I can kind of see both ways, but I think the Liz Carmouche fight I think was a uh, that was, was pretty one sided. Yeah, I, I think for sure should have won that one. The other one, I'm kind of, I, I kind of like. Okay, I can kind of see a little bit, but I think that she done enough to win. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You being as you've trained in MMA, how do you feel? And be honest, it's okay. I, I never saw either fight. So okay, so well, that's absolutely going to help us know. <laughs> you could have just said, I haven't seen no, him I'll in the honest, middle of that. I got it. So I, she brought down barbecue, dude. We're destroying it. <laughs> yeah. We're eating my podcast. Best way in the world. Ah. That's great. That's yeah. great you get to eat. He's like, hey, you mother. <laughs> last time you were here, you didn't get to eat. Did you watch Michael Bisbing? Uh, last night was Michael Bisbing versus that. Anderson Silva. Have you guys heard? Mm-hmm. You could spoil away from me. I don't know yeah. about Josh. Well, you seen it, Josh? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. I know the results, but Michael Bisbing won by unanimous decision. Or was it a split decision? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it was it was unanimous. It was unanimous. Uh, I think the, my opinion on this fight was Anderson Silva lost this fight mm-hmm. more than Bisping won the fight because gotcha. for a better part of the fight, Bisping uh, was just controlling the center of the octagon and landing more volumes of punches. Like he would put Anderson up against the cage, go in and out, good. and land. Well, uh, Anderson, I don't know if he wanted to take the fight. I don't know when he took the fight seriously. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy. With the um, an incident where Bisping like lost his mouthpiece, and right. he was trying to tell Herb Dean like, "Hey, my mouthpiece." But Herb Dean was like, uh, "Go the fuck on!" And you know, Anderson took advantage of that, kneed him in the face. Uh, some people were saying uh, Bisping was knocked out, but he wasn't. He was like, like waving at Herb Dean to say, "Loud, that bastard hit me." And then Anderson thought the fight was over. Like, right. Oh, oh, there was a big He jumped on the cage and celebrated, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, you fucking hear fucking her thing saying, hey, you know, the fight's not over. I didn't wave the fight off. Mm. I waved the fight because the end of the round happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, credit to Michael Bisping. He, you know, he fucking persevered and stuck to the game plan and executed very well. And it, it got him a victory. Uh, and basically, one person on Twitter uh, stated like he has the blueprint. He basically showed you how to beat Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. and it, it, it was. You know, I was telling the pool, saying, "Bro, boy, he's like, oh, he's gonna knock him out. He's gonna knock him out." I'm like, dude, he's not gonna knock him out. He's gonna win the decision, but he ain't knocking him out. Right. So, you know. What's funny is that the uh, um, <laughs> with the Herb Dean is that that's the referee that that. Dana White always talks shit about on Twitter, ain't it? He's like, I hate Herb Dean. Herb Steve Mazzagatti, he hates. Is it Mazzagatti's the one he hates? Yeah. Okay. He hates Mazzagatti. He'll, he'll applaud Herb Dean 
and then he'll shit on her. Yeah. Like, he has a, a love-hate relationship with Dean, but he fucking hates Mazzagatti. Mazzagatti's like, the one he hates, yeah. Is it the one he's Bobby. like, God, I hate that referee should be fired? Hot tub, Mazzagatti. Like, on record says I want that man to be fired he has no business being a ref but I'm right that's fucking killer man <laughs> such a dick you own UFC and you're like I don't want that guy to be a referee but I guess refs yeah, are part of the state athletic commission so it's like yeah. I'm sorry Brian yeah, yeah, like, really he, he doesn't have a say so about it like, right really, you, could, you know I, I just find it weird like yeah. why would you want to work for an organization or be like, where the guy hates you so speaking of uh, of MMA fights and main events and stuff like that, man, uh, a big main event with uh, um, oh, did you guys see the Conor press Mag- conference? I I didn't. Oh man, with I'm Conor gonna, McGregor. I saw, like, a oh, and I seen the condensed version, and I will put it. I on saw the, that on ESPN. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on the on the back row hecklers page so you guys can see the condensed version. It's just like a short little thing. The line of the night from that fucking that fucking press conference was. You're making gang guys with your right hand, and you're making balloon animals with your left. <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a gangster. You fucking go and you do kids BJJ in the Uh-oh. Sunday morning, and you ride bicycles with old people. Oh, yeah, you're cholo. Yeah. I love Joshua's Irish accent. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm telling you, I, people, I love Conor McGregor. What's funny is, he goes, uh, you know, Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz both, they're kind of mumble-mouthed a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? It we got marbles. Well, like, like the, the, they talk like they've got marbles in the mouth. I wouldn't go that far. I no, they're mumble mouth, dude. I think a lot of it's because no, of social anxieties. No. Nate Diaz, look, 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 look. Conor McGregor has that Irish accent. There's, there's, you know, there's nothing, no ways around it. Nate Diaz, on the other hand, talks like he has a mental disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. He's mumble mouth. I was trying to be nice. He just called him tart. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, you should he, you should see him trying to read. Okay, I seen him on on Periscope and he was trying to read the comments. He's like, dude, dog, don't have me reading on here. He was all mad. I think the greatest, and I, 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 I just wanted to see like a great. I'm sorry, coach, of a great Nate Diaz interview. Watch the interview where they ask him, Hey, Nate, how do you feel about CM Punk coming to the UFC? Oh, it's great. You will laugh your ass off. Yeah. What's he say? He's like, oh, fucking, you know. Yeah. He is. Slightly, he's probably stoned. Oh, he is. They, they both have I know he's a big draw. I, I looked him up. And, <laughs> they live in California. It's perfectly legal for them to be able to do what they hey, do. I ain't saying it ain't, but I'm just saying <laughs> the dude's probably stoned. Yeah. Hey, if you ask him a question, Molly Stone, he's going to answer it. I'll tell you what, I mean, though. Him and his brother both do like triathlons and shit. I don't know if he does. Yeah, I know, they do. I know, that, that, I know Nick, I know Nick does. Part. I don't know about Nate. Nick Diaz Nick goes and he he swims. From fucking, uh, not Paris, what's the name of the, uh, uh, um, that... I know what you're talking about. Okay. That prison right there in... Oh, Alcatraz. 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 
He swims from Alcatraz back to shore in that shark-infested water. Yeah. That motherfucker's an athlete and just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a death wish, man. I saw The Rock. That's not easy to do. Right. <laughs> they won't do the triathlons. And oddly yeah. enough, he was getting ready for a triathlon before they made the announcement to have him fight Conor McGregor. So yeah, see, Con- Conor was bitching because he said something about the weight. And Nick, and Nick, uh, Nate was like, they call me every other day, 155, 170, 155. And so Conor's trying to bait him. He's like, well, then come to 155, come 155. And he's like, why do you care, steroids? And he cut, said Conor oh, was he like, got so mad. He, yeah, Conor got mad. He's Damn. Like, you had two guys in your camp was on steroids. Did you know about that? Did you know about that? Because he's not going to out shit talk Conor McGregor. There's nobody going to out shit talk. No. Mm-hmm. He talks like a pro wrestler. He really does. He does. He's cutting nope. promos. Well, the best thing about it was he was like, he said something, the thing I didn't like, and it was just, I know it, that he, he's he's playing the hill, you know, but was, somebody said something about, you know, um, he, he's playing the hill. He made man. the comment. He was like, um, he's like, as soon as I get back to Europe, you know what? Fuck your dollars. It gets transferred over to euros. And he, and it was, and I understand his point, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he's like, I'm going to get me a castle and an island and everything else. People took that out of context. They took it like he was slamming the U.S. And when I first heard it, too, you know, I, I'm a miracle. You know, I'm, I'm proud I, I got guy, too. I want to live in Ireland. I don't understand. Why would people get offended? I know. He, he's from Ireland. So why would they get mad because he says he's going to transfer it to the money that he can actually spend in his home country? But yeah, still. Well, the euro is quite a lot stronger than the American dollar. <laughs> so, Well, especially and, in 2016. So all that fucking money I spent on suplex apparel. Fucking A. <laughs> all the suplex. <laughs> Well, he's also like, I'm making all the money here, and he was talking about I am the man here, and it was a nice little, nice little verbiage back and forth. Everybody's like, oh, I'd rather seen him and Dos Anjos. I'll be honest with you, Dos Anjos kind of reminds me of he's kind of people love him, but he he's a little bit lay and pray to me. I know that sounds stupid because he stands in banks too, and he's finished uh-huh. some good guys, mm-hmm. but he does have that Clay Guida mentality. You know, he's kind of a grinder, and I think that Diaz. And McGregor will be a better fight overall than Dos Anjos and McGregor. I think McGregor, I think McGregor has a better chance against Diaz uh, than he I did Dos Anjos. Really? I, I think he has a better chance against uh, against uh, McGregor or against Diaz than Dos Anjos, personally. No, I, I, I think uh, just stylistically, this is a bad matchup for him. You know, Nate has that uh, Stockton boxing, mm-hmm. that slap boxing. And uh, just look at his match with Michael Johnson. He basically fucking... Out, fucking out, oh my god, he made Cowboy look like a bitch. Nate Diaz yeah, made you know, Cowboy yeah. look like shit. Well, you know what? We're, we're Cowboy Cerrone, I can't really... Like, with that fight, it was a big-name fight. And, you know, he had that stigma where when the, the pressure's on, when it's a big-name fight, he collapsed. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, he fought fucking Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos smoked him for the title. Oh, he, and, like, he chokes when every... Ben, back to the uh, WC days with him and Ben Henderson. Both their fights. Yeah, and then... um. You know, and then you look at the fight where he took it against the other guy, the Cowboy from Brazil, and he beat the guy in, in fucking 40 seconds. And that guy was literally, like, a really good fighter. Like, he popped, I'm not going to say he was, like, the, the upper echelon, but he was no slouch. Yeah. So I really don't hold that fight against him. But with Michael Johnson, he really showed that, you know, I can use my length, I can use my footwork. Mm-hmm. And stylistically, this is going to be a, a tough matchup for McGregor. Does that mean McGregor's going to get his ass kicked? No, because the man has shown he can win. Right. But I, I, I can't see, I, I don't, I, I can't really see him, like, beating Nate. He's not going to be Nate on the ground 
They don't even knock out one time uh, right. against fucking uh, Josh Thompson. Mm-hmm. So this fight will go to the decision, and I think uh, Diaz is going to get the decision. Is this for a? Uh, is it for a? Uh, um, no title uh, consequences whatsoever. No interim title. No interim title. This is a welterweight bout between two guys, which is weird because this is a guy at one forty-five. Yeah. He fights at one forty-five, right. so now he's going to be he's fighting. He walks around his walk around late, and I think Nate probably has like. Like 180, it walks around at 180, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I could yeah. be wrong, but I don't blame Nate for that one. Cut 155. So you're saying Nate, you're going out on limb and predicting Nate as the winner via unanimous decision or I split mean, decision. I, if it goes to the ground, Nate's going to school him. Like Nate's jujitsu is just right. like top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see it going to the ground. I, I don't know. either. Like McGregor has to like you, you know. McGregor has like a. Uh, Maybe he's like an inch or two shorter with the arm length, but Nate's just so good using his length and, mm-hmm. and just popping and just getting those. You know, his brother and him are like masters of that. Right. Pop, pop, pop. So this is kind of, in my opinion, this, you know, this is just me with my knowledge. Thinking this is Nate's fight to lose, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it just, he's just going to, it's going to go with decision. It could be a war, it could be over in one minute, but my opinion is if I'm betting, if I'm a betting man, decision, Diaz, you know, just outboxing him and outschooling him on the feet. I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna say that um, that he's gonna his boxing's really good, but I think the timing and precision of Conor McGregor is gonna get him. I think first round. Uh, I think Ooh. he's gonna TKO him first round. Really? Yep. I think he's gonna TKO oh. him first round, and that's just my. I'm just gonna say that. And then after we get, I know you don't care about MMA one bit, there, Matthew. That's all right. But after we I'm get having classes, a good time listening. after we get classes, we're gonna do the the girl <laughs> match, and then we're gonna jump right into. Is it uh is it three rounds? Just regular. Uh, no, three? This is five, it's five, a five I'm round. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, if it goes to the decision, I could uh nah shit. I I could see it being a split decision with maybe McGregor. Um, but I, that's not taking anything away from e- either of the. D- if I'm gonna watch MMA guys stand and bang, I want to watch the Diaz brothers because I, mm. I really don't think that there's none better. But I think this is uh, I think. I don't know. Uh, with the way everything else is going, if uh, if with, with Sage Northcut losing, with you know all these losses in a exposed. row, that yeah he did and he looked awful. Uh, if I, I think McGregor is like, I, I bet Dana White is probably saying like, all right, McGregor, please don't lose. Mm-hmm. This is like everything is riding on you right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of have my money on McGregor. Uh, probably split decision, I would say. Right. This I think will be a much more exciting fight than the Dos Anjos fight. I'm just gonna throw some nugget of a little little thing for you both to think about. When was the last time McGregor won a full five rounds or full three rounds? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's oh. why I asked. Are they gonna go five? I think Diaz has cardio for days. Oh yeah. So we'll see. Like we'll what? see if uh, if McGregor. If McGregor has it in and him, especially so. since neither one of them are gonna have to do a weight cut, so it's gonna be a little bit different. Right. Because Conor McGregor usually cuts damn near twenty pounds. Damn. You know, he walks around. Yeah, what, yeah, he walks around by one. Are you guys gonna be watching it live by any chance? Oh like, yeah, me and the wife. I will be. My wife's already telling me we're going. I will be. So I can, I can, like fucking text you guys. And oh yeah. Now, real quick, the semi, <laughs> the the semi main. Yeah, if you when he wins, you can be like, "Told you, Brian, you bastard." <laughs> That's cool because you know, oh, you know, you know if it's the other way around, I'm gonna do the same thing to you. <laughs> yeah, the last UFC, you you fucking called it. I'm just sitting there fucking just believe. Like, so maybe I'm due for a win. Yeah. Who you, who you think, or I don't think that, I, everybody love, my brother is picking Misha Tate. He's like, I think that she's got a heart, 
for days, but I don't think that she can match the standing of Holly Holmes. If I don't Misha think no can, one can. But if Misha can get her down, then Misha has a shot because Misha's not she looked better against Ronda than anybody else besides Holly Holmes, really. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think any girl, any, any, um, with the bantamweight, oh, yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) I mean, when it comes to that. But when it comes to bantamweight women, I don't think that anyone has the, uh, the standing bang. Yeah, none of them do. None of them do. So it's like, and that's, uh, you know, it's just Holly, Holly Holm is, is in, she's like a multiple time Golden Glove champion. And I, don't I mean, think the Holly Holm's going to knock her out. I think it's going to go three rounds. I think she's going to beat up that pretty face of Misha Tate's. That's what I think. Championships are three rounds? rounds? It's five rounds. Five rounds. Oh, five I didn't know if it was women's. No, 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 you're five. right. You're right. I've been wondering. I didn't know amateur bouts until I went to the MMA show recently uh, that there are only three rounds. I didn't know that. Hmm. That's a little fact here in Kentucky. Fun other fact. Places, yeah, fun fact. They're only three-minute rounds. I'm sorry. Oh, three-minute rounds. Three-minute rounds. Three-minute rounds. Yes, three yes, rounds. Yeah, three okay. Minute not five. Rounds. Yes, not five. They're three. The amateurs was. was Go like, ahead, Josh. Three. What's your prediction? Uh, wow. This is a, for me, this is a really tough one. Well, don't, don't you dare say I hate MMA. I mean, I hate women's uh, MMA. <laughs> no, a good stylistic match. And Holly Holmes has been on the record saying this is a harder fight than Ronda Rousey. And mm-hmm. he's right because Misha Tate is more... You know, talk about the bantamweight division. Misha Tate, in all honesty, is probably the best well-rounded fighter in the uh, UFC bantamweight women's division. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, this is not the first time she's faced a uh, a fighter with uh, striking caliber. Uh, I know uh, Chris Class knows her. uh, (laughs) I I believe is her name. Yeah, yeah, Marlis Coon. Yeah, she was she was a strike force women's champion, right? Misha took her down and submitted her on, I think, the fourth round, I believe. Right. Yeah. She, um, and that was a war, know, man. She's tough. She's durable. I don't know. I, 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 this is a toss-up for me. You know, either way. It could go either way. I think, you know, Holly's going to do what Holly does. <clears throat> you know, stick and move and wait till she can get that shot. And Misha's going to try to be smart and take her down. And I know if Misha takes her down, it's probably going to be a wrap. Right. She's probably one of the best submission well, she... uh, fighters. And she has good wrestling, too. Yeah, so but she has a good fighter IQ as well. I think that Holly Holmes is probably is probably no, realizing that Misha's going to try to take her down, so that's what she's probably working she's probably on. on. She was able to 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 you know stuff Ronda, but Ronda doesn't have the take. Well, I I don't want to say that. I don't want to say Ronda doesn't have the takedown because when it comes to judo tosses and judo throws, that's way different. Ronda, than the, yeah. it is, but she was able to stop. Ronda from from doing that now a wrestling you know from when it comes to a wrestling standpoint and just MMA and and jujitsu. I don't know if if I don't know if Holly will be able to to even if she's been training for the past like three months or whatever it's been. That's Misha Tate has years of experience she's bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. I honestly, if they go to the if they go to the ground, it's obviously I think it's going to be all over uh, for for home with uh, Tate winning. If they stand and it'd be stupid for her to stand and bang. I don't think Misha is as arrogant as Ronda Rousey is. And so I, I'm, <laughs> I really don't, alert. Yeah. and I so I don't MMA, think, I know uh, that. <laughs> so I think her game plan will be smart, take her to the ground and tap her out. And I think that's, what's going to happen. Yes. Yes. And my big brother, I want to throw a shout out to him cause he's uh, been starting to listen to some of the older podcasts. He has uh, went on the record and saying that he thinks Misha Tate's going to win and he thinks he's going, she's going to take her to the ground and submit Holly Holmes. That is his that's prediction. Big, big Keith Vincent yep. is, that's, that's a smart said. man. Yep. So, and he has been his women's MMA is his favorite sport of everything, like boxing, everything. He grew up, he boxed in the Navy and everything else. So he's a he's a huge fan of women's MMA. Uh, he has been for a long time. He likes the kind on Pornhub though, where mm-hmm. they're naked and like. yeah, <laughs> the kind where at the end of it they have to bring out prophylactics and everything. Else. 
and all kinds of stuff. Oh, <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, extra appendages <laughs> and things like that. Probably. You know? <laughs> That works. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, I'm sorry. I just, I, just, I just ate one of the possibly best pieces of corn on the cob I've ever ate in my entire life. It was <laughs> delicious. But there's a big pay-per-view event happening next month, Matthew. Next month. Not next week. No, not next week. Next month. Next month. And it's a huge one. And there was huge ramifications on Monday Night Raw that came out this week. Did you see Raw this week? I watched Raw. Joshua fell asleep during Raw, apparently. But, um... Give us the Raw rundown, sir. What you need to know about Raw is Shane McMahon is, has returned after a seven-year absence. Which... Seven years. Okay. Well, here's the funny thing. I asked, <laughs> I asked. I know I asked Brian. I don't know if you were in studio, but a couple months ago I asked the question. My Twitter question was, is the internet good or bad for wrestling? I don't know if you were in studio for that question for or not. Yeah. And this past Monday got I got... mixed reviews to the answer. I got mixed reviews... And I you know, like a lot of things. You've got a lot of pros and cons. You can go right. down the whole list. But man, because I wasn't watching Raw live, and I got home from work. I'd gotten home late and whatnot. And as soon as I go onto Facebook to see something, I see Shane McMahon has returned to, to Raw, and I was like, "This motherfucker spoiled this." <laughs> yeah. I was not. It was the first thing that showed up on my Facebook feed that three of my boys were watching it, and Shane right. McMahon's back. I'm so happy, and I'm just like, I watched it the next day. I still popped. I liked mm-hmm. Shane McMahon seven years ago. Right. I liked him during the Attitude Era. I thought I was he a was. Fan. He's a. It's cool because he's a billionaire stuntman, and that's not something I've yeah. never seen before. That's yes. a great way of putting it. That's a yeah. good, really good way of putting it. It's something that I never thought I would see. It's never something I never wanted to see. But it's just like this. At the time, he was a kid. I mean, I know he's right. like older now, but I'm like this thirty year old kid's jumping seventy feet in the air. To push a guy named Steve Blackman to the moon, what, and I was just like, he, "This kid doesn't need to do this." Right. Oh yeah, it's not just that. Like the 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 difference. The funniest part is the difference in the fans and the wrestlers. I remember being in Stooges, not Stooges, being in Hooters, and The Miz and three or four Johnny Jeter, three or four other guys are at the big table, of course, at Hooters watching the pay per view. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is when they were all in OVW. We're talking maybe two thousand shit, maybe three or four. Okay. And. That might have been right around that time when him and Blackman, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was him and Big Show. And the pirate dude, what was his name? The, the pirate guy? The, oh, the, um, Burchill? Yes. Burchill. Paul Burchill. Burchill. He's yeah. sitting at the bar, drinking his Budweiser, eating his grilled chicken sandwich. He signs a few autographs. Real unpersonable dude. Now, I've heard since then he's a real cool guy. I've met him once at a local show. He was okay. But that day, he just wasn't having it. Wasn't having it. But a lot of people didn't know who the fuck he was yet, either. He right. hadn't done the pirate gimmick or anything else. He's sitting at the bar. Well... And they have the screens at the bar hitters. And I've told the story here before, I think. Shane McMahon comes out. Here comes the money. You know, he comes out. Yeah. And people in the bar are cheering. And the Miz and those guys, you know, like a couple of them are like, you know, bah, you know, pointing to the screen or whatever. This motherfucker, Paul Barcher, dude, turns his back. Pours his plate. They're holding his chicken sandwich and does not look back at the screen until that match is over. Like, just total disrespect Dis- for Shane McMahon. Like, like, fuck Shane McMahon. Fuck him. I'm a real wrestler. And he's young. And I feel like going, you know what? Your attitude sucks shit right now. But then again, I'm not a Who are we to say? Yeah, well, yeah. who are we to say? Well, the other, ar- the other side of the argument is, is, why not let another guy do this? Because he doesn't have to do this. He's not. Yes. He doesn't need a paycheck by any means. Yes. You know, the other but side would of it. But would it give the notoriety? I mean, I, and I know, Josh, you don't sound, like, excited about it. I'm not necessarily. This isn't, like, when it came to, when it comes to Mania, the only thing I really give a shit about is, like, who's The Undertaker going to take on? So it is intriguing. Well, that's... You know, that's like... Who he is taking on. But... No, exactly, exactly. No, I'm <laughs> saying, for me, when it comes to Mania in general, that's what I care about. Right. Like, I don't really... There's, like, whatever, you know? Like, who's he gonna take on? Who's Brock gonna take on? But, like, every year, Has it's always like, you know... Has there ever been a Hell in a Cell at Mania yet with Undertaker? 
Yes. He's, there has been a... It was uh, him and Triple H, the second... The right, end of the era right. match, because okay. Sha- Shawn Michaels was the uh, the special guest referee. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so. But there's only been one other Hell in a Cell at Mania, right? With I, believe there, I think, believe that's the only one. I think so, too. And... Also, you have it was announced the other WrestleMania amounts in that WrestleMania. Well, match well, 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 before we go into anything else, okay. and, and I hate to, I'm not a fan of fantasy booking, but and I don't want to necessarily fantasy book. But well, how, do okay see, extent, how do you see? How do you see? No, 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 no. I, I'm not a fan of that <laughs> because it's like, like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, no on. one wants to hear. Be like, well, what I would do with during the entrance, I, you know, I don't give yeah. a shit about that. No one else does. But like, how are you going to book? How how are they going to book this to be what? Shane does the job, and then that's it. That's the end of. They do a month long, uh, month long angle. Are they going to do something where this is where Cena comes back and helps Shane win? Well, what that's, is that's the internet? That's the internet question right now. Is what is the how book? are they going to book? This? Because the the thing is, Shane McMahon has a box which nobody seems to care about. Shane McMahon has a lock box, and Vince wants right. access to it, whatever that means. So if okay. Shane loses, when Shane loses, he loses access to the box. Yeah, okay. they, at the beginning, if Shane of Raw, wins, out he takes control, complete control of wrestling of WWE. Okay. Yeah, so that means like so, like out. Stephanie and Triple H have to answer okay. to Shane McMahon, which okay. they don't want to do, and things yeah. of that. So nature. I could see that having a long term effect, and like well, you know, you the coolest thing I have heard so far on the fantasy booking thing is. Um, that Shane McMahon is going to win, okay. the Undertaker's going to lose, and Triple H is going to bring an NXT invasion into the WWE to try to take back control. Which, if they do that, might be kind of cool. Now, okay. after we've seen a bunch of failed invasions before. Yeah. You know, things like, Seeing the NXT roster on Raw would be kind of cool. That like, would be all cool, of them though. all at once. I don't know if cool, I want to see it every week. Because then it takes away the mystique of NXT to me. Do you remember when Daniel Bryan got, quote-unquote, quotation marks fired because of the NXT invasion right, back right. in the day? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how awesome the that Nexus. was to see oh, that on Raw? Was the Nexus, cool. When the Nexus, Nexus debuted. Not, not Nexus, the Nexus so, thing, yeah. yeah. yeah that they, was awesome. It fizzled out fast, but man, that was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. Oh, man. That and CM Punk on the stage was some of the cool stuff we've had recently yeah. right. in the last five Now, years. if they do do this NXT thing, mm-hmm. how is that going to affect NXT weekly when it yeah. comes to, mm-hmm. if you're going to have NXT as a whole together That's to go against Raw, how is that going to affect NXT on individual, like if you have Apollo well, Crews some... and, and the, the stupid Corbin guy or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you have those guys like teaming up to beat up on like Shane McMahon, but then the next week they're going to fight each other, like... And I hate that three weeks in advance too, which makes it tough too. Right, so I saw I don't Bull Dempsey that and he got fired a month ago. Oh god, <laughs> that's that's the one part of the NXT. But you know how damn I like Bull. Yeah, he, he was let go about a month ago. Or that's some shitty release, timing. I'm sorry. Here's where you can go with that, Chris. You, okay, you just get one guy with uh, you know. I saw this meme. It was like you know the lights go out and Finn Balor and. Uh, Carl Anderson and uh, fucking the other guy. Doc Gallows? Doc Gallows show up and help Shane win. That could be, you know, you don't really need everybody from the NXT. Okay, okay, I like that. Four show or five up. guys, you know? I like that. And, you know, the NXT, NXT we, we, uh, will be all right. I have to go on record and say this is a waste of fucking Undertaker matches, and I really hope they change it because hmm. this is just not... Good booking at all. Not I don't understand the booking. They're not as much as I it. do enjoy Shane McMahon and I enjoy Undertaker matches to this day. I don't understand this match. I mean, you can put all the high stakes you want in it. I don't get it. I don't and, understand and it. The funny thing, I, I laugh at this when I read this. Vince McMahon was like, "We need star power. We don't have Cena. We don't have Orton. Uh, we have to bring in someone. Let me bring in my son." Like, <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck cares? <laughs> The thing about well, now he's going to jump off that giant jumbo thing in Dallas. Well, everybody's calling it part-time mm. mania because you know, I mean, think about it. Lots of guys in there, like Triple H, is in the main event. 
But the Rock will be there. Shane O'Mac, The Rock's going to be there talking shit. And then Triple H is still pushing Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler. Ten years later, he did it with Cena at WrestleMania 22, and now he's doing it with Roman Reigns at 32. Mm. Yes, and then even it in, in, in fucking wrestle. And even with that, Undertaker, that, that details. And even with Undertaker, <laughs> even with Undertaker, he's not. He isn't even the same way with Bray Wyatt. Shane O'Mac and him are the ones going to be running this angle. He's not going to come do promos and do Raw. He's, and gonna, all that. he's doing Raw this Monday. Oh, he is. The he is so, okay, he's with the, I don't know if he's going to do it every Monday, well, but it's already been announced. He'll be yeah, on Raw he tomorrow. Is, he is. Oh, that's good. Then I'm yeah. glad that he's going to do something because last time Bray Wyatt had to hold all that. Oh, he shit did everything. Yeah, and it was awesome. I w- I applauded Bray Wyatt from here to the moon for holding up a one man. Angle yeah, and then that from match, January and then that until April. I mean, watching. he did it to, from the Rumble on. Yeah, right. that match, dude. Oh, God. Didn't have to be that good. It, it, it was the journey that made me happy. Damn the it. journey was good, yeah. But I gotta, dude. I gotta have something in the ring, man. You gotta. Give well, he something. broke his ankle like an hour before the match. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah, he wrestled that match with a broken ankle. He wa- he broke his ankle on walkthroughs and like some crazy freak accident. And Undertaker was like, "Yeah, this dude's gonna go places because he really wrestled on one ang- one wow. one leg." Well, who's who's legitimately though? Who's gonna be like, "No, nah, man, that's off. I ain't doing. Yeah, I ain't doing Taker. I'm not gonna <laughs> do Taker yeah. at Mania. No, fuck you. I'm not doing it." <laughs> but, it but, but it but makes it to where like, you you have people who you know, like you said, oh, who's not gonna who's gonna turn on that match? But like, I hate the fact that you get a real special thing here, and you give it to a guy who's not really. That good of a fucking monster. He's just a spot monkey. And like, yeah. it's just a waste. And I was really hoping, you, <laughs> know, so you know, everyone knows on this fucking podcast. I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. He was probably, he was like, give me The Undertaker. Give me Brock Lesnar. And I was like, dude, could you imagine how better of a match that would have been if they would have booked him versus The Undertaker? No, you know it's going to be a ladder match, right? Their IC title's probably going to be a ladder match. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Obviously nothing booked. But they it was a success last year with Daniel Bryan winning the IC title. Because they took that money in the bank. From Mania away, and they made it their own pay per view. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a ladder match. At I'm some telling point. you, that last I'm assuming they... match they had was outstanding. Oh, the it was wonderful! Before last, that so was wonderful. one of the best WWE matches I've seen in a long time. He took the over. You seen it? You haven't mm-hmm. seen it, have you? Owens took the over the. Remember the bump I always <laughs> over the over the ring ever through two table bumps. Okay, okay, love yeah, that yeah, fucking. Yeah, bump. Yeah. I've loved that bump since I was fucking 21 years old. Right, right, right. And right. I, I we were, back in the day, I used to always be like, man. So bad. <laughs> I don't want to take a bump so bad. And, and, and when I saw outside. Owens take it, yeah, you see two tables, cratty corner to a ring post. I'm mm-hmm. like, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I get so excited. Someone's going through it. I don't yeah. even care who. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I want to see. It. And so as he set up both tables, the guy's talking shit to him too on the pay per view. He was like, oh, you're wasting it. You're doing it for nothing. Nobody's going to go through those. And Kevin Owens is talking shit back to him. He's like, you think? You think? You know, shit like that. I don't know exactly what he said, but I remember talking shit to him. And then. That was the best match on the card. And the I main event Kevin wasn't Owens. terrible, but Fastlane, whew. That was watch. a rough one, man. You ever see anybody, you ever seen a group of people not give a shit about something? Look at Fastlane to me or that. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough, man. Like, and when no it was over with, cared. when it was over with, I remember sitting there and my son watched the main event with me, my, my youngest son. He doesn't really like wrestling that much. He's kind of like in a phase now where he's more into other stuff, you know, gaming and basketball and stuff. Like, he didn't go to IWA the last few shows. <laughs> He's 12. He's not really into that yet. But, you know, he's headed that way. He's already talking about, like, uh, yoga pants and shit like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Take him to Target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll be at Target, you know. And I, I try to be indiscreetly not discreet. Be I don't want to. I don't point to my 12-year-old son, hey, look over there, buddy, you know. <laughs> but then, here's the thing. Okay, I probably said this on the air. I don't know if I did. But, but nobody did. But I went to House of Boom. I don't know if you know what that is. It's mm-hmm. like that one. Dude, and then. We went to, at eight, like, 9 o'clock at night. It's, like, 15 over for, like, three hours. 
So, but he wanted to go like seven because <laughs> he's twelve, so he can't get into the later one. Right about that time, it's nothing but teenage girls in very short shorts, yoga pants, and like athletic dudes. But that's all that's there at the, after this time. So as I'm leaving, it's like. I know why you wanted to come in. You wouldn't care nothing about jumping around these trampolines and bouncing on basketball. You want to come look at all these little young hot girls. You ain't fooling nobody. He's like, no, that ain't it. I'm like, yeah, right. He's walking out all sweaty. And he's, he's, even jump and he's once. worried about his shoes. As he's after he gets done, he's worried about his shoes. He's in the mirror look of fixing his hair That's as he walks funny, down the man. steps. I'm like, uh huh. That's the reason you came. I know how this works. You came here to look at these chicks. You ain't fooling nobody, son. <laughs> but what else? So, so we got Ambrose and Owens, and we got no, Sh- no. Ambrose and Owens is not happening at Mania. What's what's the uh, who's who's he defending? I see how that's I'm the sorry. thing. Nobody knows yet. That's why I'm assuming that's going to be a ladder match, mm. like it was because they are doing that. Show Ambrose show. is fighting uh, Brock Lesnar. That's right. I'm sorry. I said right. I said Owens. Damn it. Brock that's Lesnar. a very interesting matchup. <laughs> it is to an extent. See, everybody's nobody's. Oh, really? Because I, 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 I'm excited to see that. I don't think anybody gives Ambrose yeah. his credit, man. I think I give Ambrose a lot of credit, but he's not winning that match. If look, if the Brock, Brock Lesnar ended that Undertaker streak. Brock Lesnar's not losing at WrestleMania ever again. Mm, Otherwise, yeah. it taints the streak, no, in my opinion. I think this, this match, I think Ambrose wins. I mean, once oh, they made a, a no holds barred street fight. I was like, yeah, Ambrose is probably going to win this. You got to figure, so. man. That's part of the thing. Like the, 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 they want to make him crazy. They want to make him the asylum. He's going to hit him with seven F fives. He's going to kick out of all of them. Uh, no, no, but I mean, it, it sounds like if there are stipulations like that, then I could see it being something like where it's a fucking forklift gets pushed down on Brock and he just pinned down to the like it'll be one oh, of those like crazy. And he's just, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, not, maybe not necessarily that, but it something crazy like man, yeah. exactly. Plus, by Ambrose getting Ambrose is the type of guy that's like such a big baby face and he's so over, even oh, if he, he does like a million jobs, that he's oh, still gonna be. So over with the fans. So what better way to push him through the moon than give him a a, a win over someone like Brock? The monster. One of the monster hills. There. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, and so Brock jobbing twice in a uh, in a month at pay-per-views, I don't know. But well, I, he I didn't would get see pinned the one, in fast lane. He didn't, but he didn't and win. he didn't win. So, but I could see him. But he, he got screwed by the Wyatts. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see it. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see Ambrose winning. And maybe not. Maybe not. Did so. anybody catch the... Uh, I, I got Ambrose. Yeah, you got Ambrose winning. He's got Lesnar winning. Um, I got Reigns winning. <laughs> Moving on. Right. I think yeah. Oh man, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got Reigns. Roman Reigns is being fucking trips for the belt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's Spoiler because? Alert. Do you think that's because of Vince's golden rule? Everybody, everybody goes home happy oh, at Mania. Nobody's going home happy if Roman Reigns wins that. Match. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> but did you but hear the that big boo baby, that that big man got in Fastlane? Right. Well, the thing is, they 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 got beer thrown on him on Monday Night Raw the next night. They think that he's their biggest babyface. Yes, that they is honestly, Vince McMahon's they, idea. I'm sorry, Kevin Owens is a bigger babyface than <laughs> no. he is. Speaking of Raw, they did that whole angle with uh, Triple H beating the shit out of Roman Reigns. And he got color like crazy. I'm hearing it's a blood capsule. It was. I saw a Byron. There's, a, Byron, there's a, someone. There's this again. The internet is bad. Yes. Because if it wasn't for the internet and a fan with a phone recording Byron Saxton for no reason, you know, but Roman Reigns is getting his face smashed <laughs> right. over and over and over again, and you would think you know the phone would go to somewhere else, but it's like, oh look, Byron Saxton's slipping Roman Reigns. I thought something. he busted his nose because he gets bloody noses a lot. He really does. He does. I don't know if it's from the cocaine or if it's from actually him having bad noses. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, sorry. Maybe I should have said that. that uh, we can edit that out. This ain't right. We ain't editing shit. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> He's Samoan. Them Samoans can handle their coke. All right? 
<laughs> they grow that shit over Not there. Right? He's from Florida. There too. <laughs> That's where it comes in at. <laughs> no, but seriously, I thought I thought it was a lot of blood at first for a, for a bloody nose. And then when Trip is showing off on his hands and stuff, the only thing is usually a blood capsule. I mean, they got all theater blood now. It looks really good. But back in the day, even if you watch old wrestling, it had a pinkish tint more than the... The and red the, color, the, the, the real blood, the crimson color, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, usually you can tell, I mean, it looks fake, but that theater... It looked real, man. Yeah, it I did thought, look good, I, I will say that. I thought it looked real, man. And honestly, when I'm watching it, I'm like, holy fuck, he fucked his nose up. Well, I right. couldn't believe... Two days later, I watched this Byron Saxton video, I'm like, fuck, my bubble was burst. Yeah, because... It just came to me, man. What bothers me, them. too, I'm, because... I like Because, like, they went on WWE.com and they were like, these are photos of Roman Reigns' post-surgery. Nose, Nose yeah. is not in the right place. They've actually written off Reigns until Mania. Like, they're saying he might not wrestle Triple H. And I was just kind of like, is this a work? Is it, maybe I'm a fucking idiot, but is this a work? Yeah. And then I find, fuck, it is a work. Yeah. I like, I like when, I think blood adds to a match. And mm-hmm. I think that added to that. It that did. It was cool that all the referees had like gloves on we're and shit ta- too. Yeah, we're when talking they came about down. it now. Right. And, we're trying right. To, like, and very rarely, I think it's because you don't hardly ever see blood in WWE anymore. You don't. Because they want to cover it. I mean, even time someone you know makes a mistake, you yeah. know they like they call it off. But you fuck! Know, if you're gonna do it, just gig. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. hate a fuck like a blood. All right, I get it. It's a work, but don't do it to the point where it's a blood capsule. To that's me, just that's like, disrespectful, man. Man, it just to me it's just fucking stupid, man. It just it's so dumb that it's like. At least just get color. Like, yeah, I mean, say say it was like, you know, dude, just do it. It was a nasty, you know, he needed 27 staples in his, you know, do something like that. He may not make it because, you know, whatever. And I don't know. I just, I think when I heard that, I was like, it's so stupid. But something even stupider than this, in my opinion, because I did watch that, is uh, Triple H is is obviously, they're trying to get Roman Reigns over as a a face. They're really, really trying. Mm -hmm. What doesn't help. What doesn't help is when Triple H beats his ass and does the fucking suck it. <laughs> Stop. He did. He the, did the fist loading first to right. mock him till he was like, uh-uh, and then suck it. Stop with that <laughs> shit. That's a DX thing. That's one favorite, of the most over things ever. That was my second Don't favorite part of ever. Raw. Do that. <laughs> like, if you're a heel, you're trying to get the baby face over, don't do the, the maybe the biggest baby face taunt ever. That's so <laughs> yeah. fucking dumb, man. It's, yeah. it's so stupid. I mean, the Bucks still use it for Christ's sake. Get John Cena, too? Huh? Yeah, it should never be done. If he's a heel, don't do that. Yeah. You know, it's just. I don't know, man. You don't know. Like, you're a heel. You're wanting to get the baby face no, over. Don't I, fucking I'm do saying, it. I'm saying. So stupid. I don't know get all like, thought about it. No, I know. It's so rude to me, like, man. I don't even care about wrestling. <laughs> no. I fucking hate it. But no. that's stupid. Yeah. It's shit like that that makes it so dumb, no, man. No, you're right, though. I mean, <laughs> WWE worked so hard God. to get Reigns yes. over. Because he was booed last year and he was right. booed most of the year. They put him up against Sheamus. Because they wanted right, him to get over. Right. Because everybody hates Sheamus. Right. We, except, <laughs> except Brian. Brian loves him. I took a picture of him. He's my fave. But Everyone it actually worked. Turtles. It's It seriously worked for a minute. Like, actually, pe- Roman Reigns was it actually really starting did. to get cheered. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to fuck this up? Oh, we're going to put him against the two, at the time, biggest faces, Ambrose and Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. In Fastlane. So w- when we all know that Reigns is going to win, and nobody wants him to, mm-hmm. now they're going to boo him. All, it's like they're going back to square right. one on purpose. Right. Yep. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of the thing is, I think Reigns has his fans. I really do. Oh, he does. I just yeah. think there were a lot of Roman Reigns. But, Rain but the people that don't like Roman Reigns, like I know lots of girls and lots of kids that like Roman. So Reigns. you think it's like a I Cena thing? You think it's like the Cena thing? <laughs> yeah, but except with girls too. Well, The Rock. You got to figure The Rock started out. 
he took a while for people to like for the internet community, even though it was a young internet back in the day, to like The Rock. When right. he first oh, the Die over, Rocky Die chants were pretty people loud. People did too. not like him at first, man. Yeah, it took a while for him to grow. What because... Go ahead. I'm sorry. He was turned into a fucking heel. Right. And, you know, they put he him at the working, nation. Well, he was working against Stone Cold, and that's when The Rock became popular. He had not feuded with Stone Cold for so long. Don't get me wrong. He feuded with Triple H first, and that helped him along the way. Yep. They had some great Intercontinental matches yes, too, they before did. they were World Heavyweight Champions. They did. Oh, yeah, they did. And, Let me and, stress something here. But too. I know what you're gonna say. The Rock can work circles around fucking no, Roman no, Reigns. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. Nobody had a problem with this man when he was in the Shield. He was quiet and he beat. Off. No right. one had a problem with him. So then he started fucking talking and and believe that and all that other bullshit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. You know, he the fact <laughs> the that thing he is. Doesn't believe that. And you know, he was doing all that other shit. But when he was in heel, there was no problem. Like people liked him. Like people cheered for him. Now this fucking like, oh, this scene, Superman, whatever the bullshit you want to call it. Yeah, but man, the, the reason, the only thing I keep defending him about is that the smart mark community is always like, fuck that. I'd rather see Reigns. I mean, I'd rather see Ambrose or Owens or even Zayn in the position that, that Reigns is in. Like, Reigns can control what position he's in. He's right. not going to turn it yeah, down. He's a five-year fucking legacy who's doing very fucking well and who's getting handing shit on a golden platter. And other people are like, oh, I wish an indie darling of 12 years would get it instead. Well, everybody has their fucking favorites, dude, but you don't own the company. Right, right, right. You know and what I'm he saying? Is like, and, and he's not bad. doing bad for <laughs> a five-year legacy. He's really not. He's really not. I, and my whole point Let me is... Let ask you a question. Hold on, Brian. Go ahead. Yes. Ask you a question. If, if McDonald's was selling a fucking burger that tastes like shit and people weren't buying it, do you think they were still going to fucking sell it? <laughs> I, I bet there'd be some people who like that shit flavor burger. <laughs> I guarantee you there'd be some chicks and some young dudes that'd be like, that burger don't taste too much like shit. <laughs> it tastes like shit, but it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My whole point... My whole point is, if you're trying to get this guy over, which they obviously are, and for whatever reason, he's not, it's, he's definitely not my favorite guy. I would much rather watch an Ambrose match than I would a Reigns match, but hey, that's fine. Amber, or Reigns has that look. Reigns has what the, the vision and that, that Vince and Triple H and all that they, that they like. That's cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. Just like Cena and all that stuff. Don't, you're not going to get your guy over by doing the biggest babyface taunt ever in the history of wrestling against this guy. Yeah. That, it's stupid. That's yeah. stupid. Why don't you come out and have Austin give him the bird, kick him in the gut, and give him a stunner? Like, it's the same fucking thing. You're yeah. doing they're suck gonna it. They're, they're, they're going to cheer that. Cold. They're going to you know, cheer, yeah, gonna cheer that. And so don't do that against a guy you're trying to build as a baby face. I don't care who the guy is. You know, that that's my whole beef with the thing. It's stupid. It's stupid. Sucks. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does, but it's dumb. It's yep. dumb booking. Yep. And we're getting a low battery light on our thing, so we're going to wrap. The, that's okay. We, we we're a minute five, iron five minutes in. We're good. we got oh, a couple good. more things to cover real quick. One thing I wanted to cover is about we, we, we got a Twitter question coming. Sure. We didn't have that much uh, <laughs> Lucha going, but there's going to be a ladder match between Phoenix Ooh, and yeah. um, King Cuerno. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, this boy. week, and I'm looking for it to maybe be one of the best matches so far. They've had some really good what matches. What was last week? Was it uh, PJ Black and... Um... And, and, Jack, and Evans, Jack, Evans. Jack Evans. Jack Evans is doing really good there too. Is he? Yeah. I apologize for this little better. I had no idea. The Darewolf. One of the dumbest names. names. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I hate anything. That gets you hyped. No, the Darewolf. No, no, but I'll tell you what. Though, he's doing good though. He's doing really good. And Lucha Underground. If you guys aren't watching it, you really should. It's an amazing show. Yes, it's really good. If you see two 
2015 PWG Bolo. That's basically the Jack Evans you're seeing on Lucha Underground. Now. Have you watched it? Yeah, I watched you that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack oh. Evans became a star that night. Oh, fantastic, man. You got a tr- Twitter question to get us out the door tonight, Matthew? I do. All I right. do. Uh, a lot of us listen to our voices. There's been a couple of people that have watched us. Mm-hmm. But uh, my question to you guys is, do you guys have a favorite voice in wrestling? Ooh. Someone that you, uh, like, you close your eyes and you're just like, I enjoy listening to this person talk. This female, this male, you know, this announcer. You know, for me, like, I've always, like, when I was, like, going through, like, my teenage years and, like, beyond, I always loved listening to Trish Stratus. Yep. There was something about that voice that I was just like, this is fucking hypnotic. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go nowadays, I like Renee Young, but, you know. Yes. And I've and as a kid, I loved Bobby Heenan. You know, it's a little <laughs> different love that I, I had. Eggers. But, uh, no, I loved, like, fucking Bobby Heenan and, like, Gorilla Monsoon, the two of them together. You I know. liked him and Lord Alfred Hayes, man. I didn't yeah. like them, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I like Jay Lethal's voice. I like yeah. his, I like his, cause he does, he does <laughs> Macho Man and because he does Ric Flair, but at the same time. He and he ca- does, uh, Teddy Hart, too, uh, or Jimmy Hart. Yeah, so you heard that on the Coca Bana podcast? Wow, I haven't heard that. He, yeah, he, he, he sounds just like him, screw, yeah. He's like, uh, <laughs> I forget what he said, but it, it, it's really good. But if, he hates his own voice. That's one of the things he said on the combined podcast. Really? Yeah, he's like, he's like, when I, don't I talk like my myself, he goes, when I talk, I don't like to hear myself, man. He goes, I feel like the guy on the Clear Eyes commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but Jay Lethal's one of my guys, man. I like him. Uh, I'll go with, if I'm going to do commentary, well, I don't want to break this up into a bunch. I'll go with Whoever, the yeah, American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Oh, yeah. I love just his promos. I loved his, uh, he, he could, he could, you know, he grabs a stick, he would make anything gold. So Dusty Rhodes, American Dream was, was my... Maybe my favorite promo, I guess, voice kind of. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention to, to uh, Monsoon and Heenan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta go with Jim Ross because I, I grew up watching and listening to Jim Ross. Who is now going to be doing the uh, the, the Mauro Ronaldo spot for New Japan? Oh, that's well, insane. Well, no, I, I, he tried to deal with CBS to call boxing matches, and I'm like, how the fuck is that gonna work? Mm. My God, he hit him with a straight right. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Stone speaking cold. of New Japan, <laughs> you do know Nakamura's coming to yes. NXT. Yes. He's debuting at the NXT pay-per-view in Dallas. Against Sami Zayn. Yes. Yes. So very, very, very exciting. exciting. I'm excited for the Mania NXT. So dream match because, you know, you want to knock them all versus Daniel Bryan, but you're going to get Sami, Sami Zayn, and it's still a dream match. Yeah, I, yeah, I am not upset the, with The that. sad thing is that may not do anything That's we gonna, see at Mania. I was going to say, we can talk no. about this, like, in the week of yeah, upcoming we'll talk weeks, because NXT is Mania, the... the the and, takeover, and I'm sorry about the short uh, thing here, but hopefully, all I gotta do is get a. Uh, a, a we're get a almost plug. ready to rock. Yeah, we're almost ready to rock. We'll be having the mics and back up here, back over here with everything the way it should be. So, mm-hmm. uh, apologize for the for the uh, interview quality. It should be. It's not the best. It's not quite you know uh, um, Doc Re- Doc Martin Productions yet, but uh, we're getting pretty, there. Pretty soon, the other side of the track productions will be just fine. <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> that. And uh, and also. Um, I want to thank you, the listeners, because there's been quite a few people hit me up and be like, hey, man. Where you at? Yeah, what's going on? Where you at, man? You come back or whatever. And also, real quick, I want to announce uh, April the 8th, I think it is, the week after WrestleMania. It's at the arena in Jeffersonville, Pro Wrestling Freedom. Um, I've been uh, uh, made aware that I am going to be a member of the commentary team with uh, Nick Glenn, Nick Manowar. So, yeah, made me happy, man. (laughs) Made me happy. Uh, We we may be looking at doing some live podcasting from the Pro Wrestling Freedom shows if they end up turning out doing good. I'm going to keep saying in-ring the whole time. (laughs) This is for Joshua Carabella. Every time he says in-ring, I've got to take a shot. We're ain't going home. Um, And I do want to give... We haven't podcasted since then. I want to give condolences. I know it's a little late. 
and everything to the family, friends, and just everybody involved with uh, Axel Rotten. Uh, he passed away recently, and um, me and class, I mean, we're, we're like we were best friends. We both have met that guy, had conversations, and uh, but more or less, really know his his uh, his brother in arms in in the wrestling scene. His former tag team partner Ian is a uh, is a a mentor in ways to me and Chris both. I, I would I'd honestly say he was, and um, I would never got to commentate a wrestling show if it wasn't for Ian. And uh, the last few shows, Axel got to commentate. He actually got to talk to me. I got to pick his brain. I got to ask him some questions. Um, and he was just, he never, no matter what anybody tells you about that man, never mean to me, never a mean word, always class act. Uh, people want to talk about the negative things that happen or whatever. It's it, it's sad. It's a tragedy. But you know what? Uh, we can't do a 10 bubble salute, but we're going to go out saying, you know, uh, rest in peace, homie. We're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna play some music to play us out. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs>